Welcome to Shaun of the Shed, the show that tries to take the terror out of tech. The important word being tries. (laughs) Now, in the last episode, we went through setting up a brand new Windows computer straight out of the box with no side assistance. Ah, it was beautiful. But what am I saying? I'd have to tell you that. Of course, you listen to every episode, don't you? Don't you? Hello? What do you mean you didn't listen to it? How dare you? Ah, don't worry, I still loves you. And I've got you covered. Previously on Shaun of the Shed. So let's get this thing open so I can show you how to set up a brand new Windows computer out of the box and all without sighted assistance. Sounds cool, right? I see dead people. I'm not dead! Yes, it didn't explode in my face. I'm going to pop off and have a cup of tea and when I come back, we will try and get this thing to talk to us. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! I was able to set up this new computer out of the box totally on my own. And if I can do it, you definitely can. The thing is, now that we have got our brand spanking new Windows computer all set up and ready to go, what do we do next? Well, I'm glad you asked. The first thing we need to do is make Windows accessible, usable by us, the visually impaired. Now, of course, that could mean something as simple as just enabling screen magnification. Just press the Windows key and the plus key to make everything on the screen bigger. But what if magnification just isn't enough? Aha! That's where the screen reader comes in. Let's say hello to Microsoft Narrator. Hello? Oi, Lionel, no! Okie dokie then, let's talk Narrator, or to give it its full name, Microsoft Narrator. It's the free built-in screen reader that comes with every Windows computer. You don't have to buy anything extra, you don't have to download anything from the internet, it's just there, waiting for you. All you gotta do is turn it on. But hang on, I know what you're thinking. Sean, haven't we already covered Narrator? Well, kind of. We did use Narrator in the last episode to set up the new Windows computer. But today, I want to dive into Narrator a little bit more. Now, as ever, don't worry too much. I'm not going to show you every single keyboard shortcut, every little setting. It would just be too much to take in. And plus, I don't know every keyboard shortcut, I'll admit it. But what I am going to show you is enough that you can have a play around yourself. You can experiment and learn as you go. Cool! So let's do it! Let's say you've got your brand new Windows computer, you've turned it on, but now what? Well, firstly, let's turn on Microsoft Narrator. 
There are a couple of different ways in which we can start Narrator. We could press the Windows key to bring up the Start menu, and in there we could simply type the word Narrator and hit Enter. But much easier and much quicker is just to use a keyboard shortcut. Pressing the Windows key, the Control key, and the Enter key all at the same time will start Narrator. Narrator heading level one. Welcome to Narrator. And there it is. Now to exit or close Narrator, just use the same shortcut again. Control, Windows, and Enter. Exiting Narrator. Easy, right? Now, if you are lucky enough to own a Windows tablet, sadly, I'm not, then you may be interested to know that Microsoft Narrator does support some basic touchscreen gestures. Again, I don't have a Windows tablet, so I can't test these out. But what I can tell you is how to start Narrator on a Windows tablet. And to do that, simply press the Start Menu button and the Volume Up button at the same time. Anywho, once you do get Narrator up and running, the first thing you'll come to is Narrator Home. Narrator Heading Level 1. Welcome to Narrator. This is Narrator Home, where you can get help, access your settings, and learn about new features. Narrator is a screen reader that describes aloud what's on your screen, so you can use that information to navigate your device. To start or stop Narrator, press the Windows logo key plus Control plus Enter. Explore the sections below to get started. Phew, he had a lot to say. Now, before we get into it, can I just say, how good does that voice sound? It's amazing. I'm using the very latest version of Narrator, and it does give you the option to download some what it calls natural voices. And that's what I'm using here. And I think you'll agree, they sound pretty good. Anyway, this Narrator home screen has some really useful options on it. So let's take a look. To move through, I'm just going to hit the tab key. Quick start, button, learn the basics of Narrator, Alt, Q. How cool is that? The very first thing you come to is the quick start guide. If you press the space bar or the enter key on this button, or as it said, the keyboard shortcut, Alt and Q, then you'll get an easy to follow step-by-step -step quick guide to using the basic commands of Narrator. It's great, you don't even need me. Let's press the tab key again. Narrator guide, button, view the complete narrator guide online, Alt G. Ah, the complete guide to Narrator. Obviously, this is a more in-depth, a more advanced guide to Narrator. When you want to start learning more, you would go here. Let's hit tab again. What's new button, get an overview of new and updated features, Alt W. Well, this option kind of speaks for itself, if you forgive the pun. This is just information about what's new in the latest version of Narrator. Let's hit tab again. Settings, button, customize Narrator. Press Windows logo key plus control plus N to access settings anytime, Alt S. Settings, this is where you go to when you want to change, well, just so many things about Narrator. If you want to change the voice it uses, the speech rate, how verbose it is, and so much more. Basically, there's so much in settings that we're probably not going to go through them all. But I would suggest when you feel comfortable using Narrator that you do take a look. And also, importantly, if you are going to use a Braille display, you will need to go into settings to enable Braille support. But for now, let's hit tab. Feedback button, help improve Narrator. Press Narrator key plus Alt plus F to give feedback anytime, Alt F. Ah, this is another great feature. Feedback. 
If you're having any difficulties, any problems, or you've got some suggestions or recommendations, you can feedback directly to Microsoft. Anyway, that's the main things of interest on the narrator home screen. If you do tab on, you will find an option to not show this screen every time you start narrator, and also a button to close narrator down. But remember, control, windows, enter does the same thing. You know what? Before we move on, I think we should say well done to Microsoft because the amount of help that's available as soon as you start this screen reader is amazing. And it's exactly what a new user would need. Nice job, Microsoft. Anyway, that's enough gushing. We now know how to start Narrator, how to get help in using Narrator, and how to close Narrator. All we need now is to figure out how do you use it? Oh, it's also beautiful. Okay, so let's go through the basics of using Narrator. Now, yes, we may have covered some of these basic commands before in previous episodes, but you know what? It doesn't matter. We're starting from the very beginning. And don't forget, if you're sick of hearing my boring voice with my ridiculous accent, you can always go through the quick start guide. It really is excellent. Anywho, the first thing we're going to talk about is the narrator modifier key. Oof, that sounds a little bit jargony, doesn't it? But honestly, it really isn't. The narrator modifier key, you know what? Let's just call it the narrator key from now on, is a key that you need to press in conjunction with another key in order to perform an action with your screen reader. So for example, let's say you wanted to read the title of the window you were currently in. Well, to do that, you would press the narrator key and the letter T. Audacity window. That's the program I'm using to record this, Audacity. And if I want narrator to tell me the current item it's focused on, I would press the narrator key and the tab key at the same time. Track one selected. There you go, I'm currently on track one. Basically, it's just a keyboard shortcut specifically for your screen reader. But hang on, where is the narrator key? Good question. Well, the narrator key is either the caps lock key or the insert key. You can use whichever one you prefer. Personally, it's always the caps lock key for me, mainly because <clears throat> I'm never quite sure where the insert key is. <laughs> and yes, I've been using computers for 40 years. Shame. Shame. Oh, leave me alone. You can't know everything. Anyway, this brings me on nicely to what I want to show you next, and that is input learning mode. If you're new to computers and you're trying to get used to your keyboard layout, this could really help. Let's take a look. To turn on input learning, press the narrator key, remember that's caps lock or insert, and press the number one at the same time. Input learning on. Good. Now, what I can do while input learning is on is press any key on the keyboard and it'll tell me what it is. It won't actually do anything, so I can't mess anything up. I can't break anything. It will just tell me the name and the function of the key that I press. So if I press the caps lock key now. Caps lock, narrator key. It tells me I've pressed the caps lock key and that is the narrator key. 
cool. So go crazy. Press any key you like. You'll learn what that key is and also what it does, if it does anything at all. Let's enjoy ourselves. Let's press a few. Control. Windows. Alt. Space. F1. F2. F3. F4. Insert narrator key. It's there. I found it. After all these years, the insert key. <laughs> anyway, so as you could tell, if you want to learn the layout of a keyboard, this could be really useful. But that's not all it does. Oh no, there's more. What input learning is actually for, I'm so ridiculous, is to tell you what a narrator keyboard shortcut does. So let's say I can't remember what the narrator key and the tab key shortcut actually does. Well, let's try it. Caps lock, narrator key, tab, read item. There you go. It tells me that if I press the caps lock key and the tab key, it will read item. Let's try a few random ones and see what they do. Caps lock, narrator key, R, read from cursor. Ah, so caps lock and R will read the screen from the current cursor position. Good to know. Okay, let's speed this up a bit. I'm going to keep holding down the caps lock key so it won't announce that anymore. And I'm just going to press random letters. So what would caps lock and T do? T, read window title. Oh yeah, we've already done that one, I remember. Next. B, move to beginning of text. M, read previous character. J, read previous word. Equal sign, increase voice speed, hyphen, decrease voice speed. Okay, you get the idea. I think that's enough of that. So to turn input learning off, press the narrator key and the number one again. Caps lock, one, input learning off. Okay, so that was input learning. Now, remember when I said that I wasn't going to teach you every single keyboard command for narrator? Well, don't worry, that's still true. But what I am going to do is show you how you can look up a list of every single keyboard command for narrator. And it's easy. Just hit the narrator key and F1. Search all commands window, search list, edit. And now we have a list of every single keyboard shortcut for narrator. And as it said, right at the top, the first thing we're on is a search field. So if you're looking for a specific command, let's say, What's the command for increasing the speech volume? Well, you could just type the word volume in here, hit enter, and it would show you all the relevant commands. But for now, let's just press the arrow down key and browse through all the commands. Search list contains over 100 items. Scan. Over 100 items, of course there are. Now, you also heard the word scan there, and we will get to that in just a minute, but for now, Let's press the arrow down again. Stop reading, control, one of 206 selected. Okay, there's the first one. To stop narrator reading, just press the control key. Simple as that. That's the first one of 206 commands. <laughs> Let's arrow down again. Do primary action, narrator plus enter, two of 206 selected. Ah, primary action. Okay, so to activate the item you're currently on, so let's say open a document, open an audio file, open a app or some software. Then you would hit the narrator key and the enter key. Next, move to next item, narrator plus right arrow, three of 206 selected. 
To move to the next item that's on your screen, press the narrator key and the right arrow. And spoiler alert, I don't need to go to the next one for this. To move to the previous item that's on your screen, press the narrator key and the left arrow. And I think we'll leave it there. I'm not going to go through the entire 206 items there. That'd be crazy. But it is important you know that list of commands is there if you need it. Okay, time to move on. Let's talk about scan mode. So, so, so I'm so trendy and down with the youth. Word. <laughs> so, narrator can work in two different ways. With scan mode on and scan mode off. Wax on, wax off. No, Mr. Miyagi, it's scan on and scan off. Hey. Now, by default, as soon as you start narrator, scan mode will be on. Cool. But what is scan mode? Again. Excellent question. I tend to think of scan mode as reading or writing mode. No, no, bear with me, it will make sense, I promise. So, when scan mode is on, narrator is in reading mode, which means that you can simply use the up and down arrow keys on their own, no need to hold the narrator key down, to browse through information in, let's say, a web page, an app, a document, or an email, things like that. Also, you can use single letters to jump around the document, the app, or the website. So, for example, to jump to the next heading in wherever you are, just press the letter H. To jump to the previous one, press Shift-H. Or if you want to jump to, let's say, a button on a website, press the letter B. And again, to go to the previous button, Shift-B. An edit field? Just press the letter E. T for tables, P for paragraphs. You get the picture. Basically, it makes reading through websites, apps, documents, emails much, much easier. Alternatively, when scan mode is off, narrator is in writing mode. Actually, I think Microsoft referred to it as navigation mode, but no, no, no. I like writing mode. It works for me. I'm sticking with it. And now that scan mode is off, you can no longer just use the up and down arrow keys to read out whatever's on the screen. Instead, you will need to use the narrator key and the left or right arrow keys to move through all the items on the screen. Also, if you want to activate something, you will need to hold down the narrator key and press the enter key. And you can no longer just use the single letters to jump through the various elements. So no more H for headings or B for buttons. And that's scan mode. Simple, right? Ah! Hmm, I know what you mean. It doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, does it? Why do they need to have two different modes? That sounds confusing. Well, let's think about it. When you're browsing through a website, trying to find information, or reading through a long document with lots of different sections, having the ability to quickly jump through the headings or jump directly to the buy now button when you finish shopping or to easily skim through text and information just by using the up and down arrows is really useful. But if you want to, I don't know, write a letter or send off a quick email, 
If every time you press the letter B, it started looking for a button or H and it started looking for a heading, you couldn't type anything. It just wouldn't work. And that's why scan mode exists. Basically, it gives you the choice of the best way for you to navigate around whatever task you're doing at that time. And to be fair, all screen readers have something very similar. <sighs> Still with me? Good. Now, as I said, by default, scan mode will be on. But Narrator will remember in which apps you have scan mode on or off. So, for example, if you open up Microsoft Word to do some word processing, and last time you used it, you made sure scan mode was off, then Narrator will remember that. And on that, to turn scan mode on or off, you simply press the Narrator key and spacebar. Scan off. And Narrator and space again to toggle it back on. Scan. Okay, that's the basics. Now I'm bored. I want to see it in action. Let's go surfing. <laughs> Wipeout. We are going to surf the web, or to use the boring normal term, go to a website. In order to visit a website, you need to use a web browser. Now, of course, Windows does come with its own web browser. It's called Microsoft Edge, so let's open it up. To do that, what we need to do is go to the Start menu, or sometimes it's known as the Start window. But that's wrong. It is definitely a Start menu, and I will call it that. Anyway, to open the Start menu, just press the Windows key. Start window, search, search box, edit, type here to search, Yellowstone National Park, USA. Oh, I have no idea why it said Yellowstone National Park. That's interesting, but let's just ignore that. Now, the thing we do want to take notice of is that it said type here to search. And that's the key to the Start menu. That's all I ever do in the Start menu. I hit the Windows key and then type whatever it is I want it to do. If I want to open the web browser, I just type Edge. That's what it's called. To open the text editor, just type Notepad. To start Narrator, type Narrator. It's that easy. And it's not just software and apps that you can open. You can also just type in the task that you're trying to perform. Something like Remove Program or Update Windows or Change Default Photo App. Just type in whatever it is and see what comes up. Anyway, let's do it. Let's open up the Edge web browser. E, D, G, E. Microsoft Edge, Microsoft recommended browser. Press right to switch preview. One of one level one selected. There it is. Now just press enter to open it. Pane. New tab, personal Microsoft Edge window, app bar, address and search bar, edit, search or enter web address, control plus L, search landmark. And here we are. Now, it does give you a lot of information there. It's very verbose. But the important thing is that it's waiting for you to type the address of the website you want to go to. So where should we go? I mean, we could go to any old website, really. It doesn't matter. OK, then we'll go to ami.ca. Why not? A-M-C-A. And hit enter. Loading page. Loading complete. Accessible Media Incorporated. Media accessibility for all Canadians. Skip to main content and bold and underline black search 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 box. Enter the terms you wish to search for. Well, hey, we're here. Now, again, it does give you a lot of information there. 
possibly a little bit too much, so I did hit the control key just to shut it up for a second. But as you heard, it did tell you the website we were on, and it told you when it had finished loading. Cool. Okay, so let's take a look through the website. Now, again, remember, by default, scan mode is on. But let's just double check that by pressing the narrator key and the spacebar. Skin off. Yep, it was on. We've now turned it off. So let's turn it back on again. Narrator and spacebar. Scan. Okay, so scan mode is on. So we can just use the up and down arrows to read what's on the website. Arrow down. Link, skip to main content. Down arrow again. And bold and underline black search. Oh, funny sounding voice. Okay, down again. Search, search box, enter the terms you wish to search for. Ah, search box. Okay, so if I wanted to search the AMI website for something in particular, I could hit space or the enter key here to enter the search text box. And then just type in something like, I don't know, double tap Canada, for instance, and then just press enter again to search the website for that phrase. Okay, let's down arrow just once more. Toggle button off, collapsed, white accessibility preferences. Oh, accessibility preferences. Good job, AMI. So if I hit space or enter on this, then I can browse through and change some accessibility settings such as color and font size. I'm assuming I haven't done it yet, but it's a good thing to have. Okay, so, so far we've just used the down arrow. Now I can continue to do that to go through the entire page. But let's try something else. I'm going to jump to the next heading on this page by hitting the letter H. Primary navigation, heading level two. And now we've jumped to the navigation menu. This allows me to navigate through the various sections of the AMI website. So let's see what we've got here. Let's arrow down. Enter list one of seven level one, link and bold, brown home. Okay, again, a little bit too much information there, but the important thing that I picked out from that lot was home. This takes me back to the home page, which is where we are right now. Let's arrow down again. Two of seven, link, watch. Get familiar with our selection of video shows. And there we go. The second item of the seven that's in this section is the videos. Now, there is yet another way you can navigate around using Narrator, and that's by using the tab key. You can use the tab key to jump around if scan mode is on or off. It doesn't make any difference. Now, pressing the tab key will jump you to the next interactive element on the screen, which on a website is pretty much everything <laughs> except the text usually. So you can use tab to jump through, let's say things like links or buttons or text fields. So to jump to the next item in this menu, I'm just gonna press tab. Primary navigation, link, listen, get familiar with our selection of audio shows. Okay, let's tab again. Link, read, read the latest articles and blogs about what's going on at AMI. And there's the next one. So as you can see, there's a few different ways in which you can move around a website. And actually, all this applies to everything, not just websites. Wherever you are in Windows, when you're using Narrator, if you want to move around, you can use all these different ways. Anyway, I want to go to the audio section of the AMI website. So let's go back to the previous item. To do that, I'm going to press Shift and Tab. Link, listen, get familiar with our selection of audio shows. Okay, and to activate this link, let's hit enter. Loading page, loading complete. Listen, accessible media ink. 
skip to main content and bold and underline black search 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 box. Okay, I had to hit control again to shut it up for a minute, but we're here. So let's quickly look through what's actually on this page. I'm going to hit H to jump through the headings. Primary navigation, heading level two. There's that navigation menu again. Now I'm just going to keep hitting H until I find something I want to listen to. Enter list, listen, heading level one. Don't know what that is, H. <laughs> Exit list, link, heading level two, bold, underline accessing art with Amy. Link, Ami Audio Exclusives, heading level two. Woo, this one sounds interesting. <laughs> okay, I'm going to arrow down to see what it says. End bold and underline don't miss special podcast episodes collected from our regular programs. What? How dare you? I'm not regular. I'm very irregular. Thank you. Okay, let's hit H again. Next heading. Link, Ami Audio Live, heading level two. As you can see, you can really jump through and get a feel for what's on this page. Let's keep going. H. Link, Ami Audio Book Review, heading level two. Link, Connecting Disability, heading level two. Link, Double Tap Canada, heading level two. Oh, I've heard that one's good. Next. Link, Into You, heading level two. Ah, let's arrow down here. And bold and underline dating and relationships. Are they dreams come true or living nightmares? That's the question Fern Lullum, who is blind, asks each month on Into You. Ah, that's a great show too. Now, as you can see, using scan mode is pretty easy and quick to jump through a website and get the information you need. So what are you waiting for? Go on, go, get out there, enjoy yourselves. Oh, wait, hang on. I forgot. We do need to talk about how to move around when scan mode is off. But don't worry, this won't take long at all. Now, if we take the website we just looked at, ami.ca, as an example, if I had turned scan mode off when I went there, then yes, I wouldn't be able to use the up and down arrow keys to go through the website. Plus, I wouldn't be able to use the first letter navigations to jump directly to places in that website, such as the headings, buttons, and links. As I've said before, what I would need to do is hold down the narrator key and press the right arrow to move to the next item on the screen and the left arrow to move to the previous one. And again, I could also use the tab key to jump through various items on the screen. But what if you do want to just navigate to the next heading or button or link? Can you do that at all? Well, yes, you can. If you hold down the narrator key, the control key, and press the down arrow or the up arrow, you will cycle through a list of narrator views. <gasps> narrator views? What's that mean? I have no idea. Well, you know what? Don't worry. It'll all make sense in a minute. Let's just try it. Narrator, control, and down arrow. Paragraphs. And the first one I come to on the list, paragraphs. Now, all this does is that now, if I was to press the narrator key and the right arrow, instead of jumping to just whatever the next item was on the website, it would jump to the next paragraph. Let's see what else is in this list. Again, just going to keep pressing narrator, control, and down arrow. Sentences. Lines. Words. Characters. Tables. Links. Headings. Landmarks. Form fields. Phew, as you can see, there's quite a few options there. So if you want to navigate around a website or a document or an app even by word or by character by character or by tables or headings or buttons or edit forms, then you see you can actually do that with scan mode off as well. And again, look, you may be thinking, well, what's the point? Well, in the case of a website, you're probably right. Always keep scan mode on. 
But there are plenty of other situations, such as maybe when you're using a piece of software or in a document or an email that you may want to switch between the two or just have scan mode turned off all the time. Again, it's all about what works best for you for whatever you're doing at the time. Let's hit narrator control down arrow one more time to put narrator back into its default view. And that's items. Items. So now when I press narrator and let's say the right arrow, it will just move to the next item on the screen, no matter what it is. Anywho, you know what? I think that's enough for now. Now, of course, there is so much more to Windows than just web browsing. I mean, what about Windows settings or the file explorer or the Windows desktop? Yep, okay, okay, I hear you. Now that is something we can come back to. But what is important and what we've learned in this episode is how to use Narrator and more importantly, how Narrator or a screen reader works inside Windows. Because everything we learned about moving around a website and activating items and quickly jumping through to get information are skills that are directly transferable to anything else you do in Windows, such as going through Windows settings, browsing through files, emails, basically to do whatever it is you want to do in Windows. Plus, now you know how to surf the web. If you do have a question, try looking online. Use a search engine such as Google to ask your question, then navigate through the results and see if you can find an answer. The world wide web is your oyster. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. I know that was a long one, but hopefully it helped someone out there. As ever, if you want to get in touch with me, you can email feedback at ami.ca. Thanks again, and see you next time. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. 
Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.